Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Fizz Beyond Carbonated Water. Introducing the Infizz Fusion by Sage. Carbonate a refreshing strawberry wine cooler or a homemade lemonade like never before. Infizz. And release. Infizz your flavour. Sage, the Infizz Fusion Carbonator, available in a range of Lux colours, exclusively at John Lewis. Our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello and welcome to Dish. I am Nick Grimshaw and to my left is someone who knows what is what when it comes to cooking. It's Angela Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week, Angela, who have we got? This week we have Rylan on the show. Yes. I love him. He's great. So we're going to be having some burger and some beer. I like those classics. Three iconic things that we enjoy. Burger, beer, Rylan. <laughs> Before we get stuck in, though, we have an email uh, yeah. which has been sent in, and it's a good one, and it's from someone called Winky. What a Winky. great name. Love it. Winky has a question for you, Ange. This feels like an embarrassing question, but what is the best way to cook a simple chicken breast, keeping it juicy and not squeaky when you cut it? Many thanks, Winky. The really best way is to keep it on the bone. Yeah. yeah. Keep doing it as a whole chicken. But if you have to, in a pan, colour up the skin really crispy, turn it over, a little bit of butter and a touch of stock or water, mm. and that will sort of slightly steam it as well as cook it, and it won't be squeaky. Oh, so you just cook it in the pan, full yeah. chicken breast. Yeah. I don't love a breast. No. Yeah, I've got to have a thigh, me. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. a thigh, interesting. Mm, I love a thigh. Well, thanks for your email, Winky. If you do any emailers with any question, dish at waitrose.co.uk is the way to do it. So we're having a burger today. Imagine because Angela Hartner at MBALB, uh, it's not just going to be like a regular burger, this is it. How have you made this delish? So I've seasoned up the meat with a bit of Tabasco, just to give it a little bit of spice. I've also put a lovely coleslaw on the side, mm. but not with just mayonnaise. With a, I've sort of made it a bit lighter. And then Waitrose have relaunched their cook's ingredients. And mm. I'm going to use this gunpowder spice blend, which is a little load of spice I'm going to put on the chips. You could even probably put it in the burger mix. And I like these because they have this little code thing. Mm, I want a QR code <laughs> in my head. So... <laughs> As always, you can get this recipe and all the recipes on waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. Dish recipes. Yes, Motley. Okay, let's welcome our guest, shall we? A national treasure, I feel, Ryland Clark is. And I feel like a national treasure usually happens of a certain age. I know, he's very young. He's a very young national treasure, isn't he? Yeah. Lots to talk to Ryland about today. We want to talk about his love of Eurovision, Big Brother, the fact that he's written a book like us, three published authors sat around. Yeah, very, it's going to be very eyebrow this afternoon. Yeah. And his smile is already lighting up. (laughs) the room i mean literally it's it's power in the podcast and a round of applause everybody for the wonderful rylan clark everybody 
Hi, Rylan. There's always this many people in my kitchen. It's crazy. Always. <laughs> Welcome, Rylan. Thanks for having me. Hey, we're dead excited you're here. And you've got some previous with Angela, haven't you? Yeah, I have got previous. Mm -hmm. The less said about that, the better. Moving but, on. Yeah. No, Angela is the only woman that made me touch her fish. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. I managed to do a whole series of MasterChef mm -hmm. not touching a fish. And then I roll up to that one's restaurant and then, <laughs> boom, there you go, you old trout. Boom. <laughs> so I was like, great. <laughs> You didn't eat it though, did you? Absolutely not. Never any fish. No, but the chefs did. They said it was all right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you have a bad fish experience? I was once pushed on the fish counter as a child oh. by my brother in a supermarket. Oh no, that's And I was like face to face with a hake. Have you ever seen a hake? <laughs> yeah, they're yes. ugly. Raw cocktail? No? Only the crisps. They're the best. Best version of yeah. it. What's the fish where its face is like, its body's flat and then its face is on the side? A monkfish, I think. Oh, you know. I hate that one. That was it's me like, Sunday, I think. Like that. Listen, I'm not one to talk about teeth, but a hake has got more <laughs> dodgy teeth than I am. <laughs> Awful. Angela, how was it when Rylan turned up to work in your restaurant? He was brilliant. No, he was. He was comedy genius. It. Comedy genius. I did love gold. it. I did love it. Yeah. But um, I've not returned. You were brave. <laughs> Nor have I had an invite. <laughs> Nor been invited. Well, I love that every guest gets a call from like our research of this and knowing like... Angela, M-B-E-O-B-E, Michelin star chef, like he's going to make you a meal. And some guests are like, oh, I really like, you know, tuna tartare, so for the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Rylan asked for chicken nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, What's your favorite food? Chicken nuggets. Keep it real. Like, come on. <laughs> Give me a chicken nugget and put it in a cardboard box. <laughs> That's a no one. <laughs> Do you ever have a chicken nugget for your tea? Like, do you ever uh, have a tea yes, out of the yeah. freezer? Yeah, definitely. Of course I do. Yeah. Honestly, look at you looking at me like that. such a liar. She's like, yeah, I always have a... I don't have chicken, chicken nuggets. Chicken <laughs> My favourite of that takeaway, it's six chicken nuggets mm, and a cheeseburger. Oh, mm. double. No, single. I, I like a single. single. I've had a triple before. I'm oh. oh, sorry, we're not talking burgers, right? <laughs> Talk to us, Rylan, about your palate. What is your go-to favourite tea? There's these, like, it's not a pot noodle. It's a more glamorous version. Right. I put two of them, oh. put them together with like dried onions and like oh. black poppy seeds. Okay. I know, you're not but the only a, chef, clearly. Uh, but it is a pot Angela. noodle, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not a pot noodle, it's a different company, but okay. a lot nicer. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like full on Japanese. And then you add to it, you add to it. But okay. yeah, it's just easy and quick yeah. and I actually really like it. I guess you don't have much time to cook because you are so busy and the, the thickness of cards to get through your yeah. career. I mean, that's more cards than I got for my birthday. They but. But no, I mean, my mum does ring me quite a lot because she lives very close to me. Yeah. And she's like, do you want me to do your dinner tonight? Oh, bless her. Yeah, but the, well, you say that. <laughs> my mum's dish, de jour, shall we say, is yeah. always, I would describe it as like a arabiata penne. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she then gets plain crisps and scrunches them up, puts them on top with cheese and then bakes it. <laughs> oh my now, I'm not God. saying it's not nice because it's actually quite nice. I bet it is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you what you look like does. you've got like the dream cook kitchen. I like it nice looks kitchen like to cook you in, could do yeah. like a cookery show in that kitchen. Oh yeah, I mean we should have done it at mine today. We should have. Yeah, yeah. we really really yeah, should. This have. place is a dump compared to his kitchen. <laughs> but the re the reason why it looks like that is because I don't cook in it that often. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, where's the Peroni fridge? Pristine. <laughs> yeah, yeah pristine. Did you see the animal Rylan had in his kitchen? No. What animal? Tell me. Are you ready for this? I am. 
So I'm walking around on a Sunday night. Hold on, this is in Brentwood, yeah? This is yeah. in Brentwood, yeah. in England, in, in this UK. country, yes. right? Okay. So I'm just walking around my kitchen, come day, go day, you know, normal. Yeah. Pair of shorts on, loving life. And I look by the bifold, just to the right of me, and I see something on the floor. But you know when you think you've not seen something and you ignore it? Yeah. And in that split second, I was like, oh. And about a millisecond later, I look, there's a f***ing snake on the floor. Don't be ridiculous. A real... In Essex. In Essex. <laughs> no, I know there's a lot mother. of snakes in Brentwood, but yes. the, an actual full-on like real-life snake. It was snake. about this long. This long, which what I say over 30 centimetres long. It wasn't an uh, eel, no? No, it was a snake. I went down the pie mash shot. No. <laughs> but, and then what did you do? Well, sure I had a breakdown eel? and went straight on Instagram. <laughs> because I, I was on my that. own. So I'm standing there, like, filming it. <laughs> That's what you would do. And I'm like... No, it's but, the only thing to do. No, but it's because I didn't want to film on my own in this yeah. situation. So like, I'm filming this snake. Yeah. Going, Someone help me. Someone help me. I don't know what to do. Do I call the police? Do I call the fire brigade? What do I do? What was the advice from Instagram? Do tell. Well, it was very split. Half yes. of them... <laughs> then you had to do a survey. Half of them were saying, it's a grass snake. Okay, it's right. more frightened of you. The yeah. other half was saying, my dad's a vet and it's going to kill you. So. Oh, nice. That was nice. So yeah. I didn't know what to believe yeah. by this point. So anyway, I have then tried to shoe said snake and it was the slowest, weirdest snake yeah. you'd want to come across. Anyway, it's then gone out of the bifold door. So I'm like, brilliant. But then I've shut the door, yeah. but I can't see the snake on the other side of the door. Ooh. So then I'm adamant it's in the track of the bifold. <sighs> oh, yes. But then I thought, I'm locked in. That's yeah. it. Can't ever leave your I house. I will never, ever <laughs> live <laughs> here again. So I'm like, what do I do? So I rung the bloke that does my gardening and I was yeah. like, Josh, this is like 10 o'clock at night now yeah. on a Sunday. And I'm like, Josh, in the Bible. What am I going to do? And he's like, leave it. I'll come in the morning. Anyway, so I woke up in the morning. Josh has come round. I was basically in full PPE by this point. <laughs> So I'm, I'm in like a boiler suit I once wore on X Factor. Like to think it tucked it into a pair of Ugg boots. Like I'm like, nothing can get to me. And it was boiling as well. It was like 30, 40 degrees out. So he's opened up the bifold. It was like Silla Black's moment of truth. <laughs> Every bifold was open one by one and then that was lifted up and then them two bifolds slid. And it was like, he's like, it's not there. Well, we opened up every bifold. The snake isn't there. Oh my God. And I still... To this moment, don't know where that snake is. Oh my god! And you've never, obviously, never seen it again. No, because if I did, I'd have a row with it. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong; I get a lot of things hanging about. I've got a one-legged pheasant okay. um, that I've once found on the treadmill in my gym. Could not write that. <laughs> um, Why don't you shut your doors. No, do you know I like the breeze. <laughs> yeah. Angela. Yes, Nicholas. I'm starving. <laughs> right, I'm off. I'm off. So you, you off gonna going to do? Yeah, exactly. off she goes into the freezer. It's don't try and slide the. <laughs> <laughs> Into the freezer, whack it in the microwave. Honestly. Well, no, I did watch Angela prepare this. I'm really excited for this. As long as you don't like slide like a sly trout in there, I'll be all right. Oh, no. There's no no fish secret fish. Mm -mm. Speaking of animals, we've done snakes, we've done fish. Can we talk about the fox as well? Oh. Because you got mugged by a fox. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? I don't know why you're all laughing because it could happen to you. Yeah. It was awful. I, I was on a night out mm. when I was probably about 18. Mm. So three um, years ago now. Yeah, literally yeah. only three years ago. Thank you. You can stay. Mm -hmm. And I was so at the time. 
And I remember I'd lost all of my friends and I was staying at my old friend's house in Romford. So I walked back from Romford. Would you be in about... Hollywoods? It wasn't Hollywoods. Okay. It was 131 at the time. By the, on the corner by the station, Ange. I know what you mean. You yeah. know. That's where we met. Do you remember? Indeed. Hey, Indeed. Uh, she was Romford's best pole dancer. <laughs> <laughs> she was. We miss you, Ange. <laughs> so I'm strolling back, two in the morning, toddling along the road. And as I've turned into my friend's road, I've got my wallet in one hand, my fake Louis, that I'd got down the market two days previous, and um, my, my phone in the other hand. So I'm strolling along, casually going about my, my life. And on the wall, there was like a brick wall with some flats behind it. There was a fox just perched on this wall. And I'm like, right, fine, you do you. But obviously you don't want to just casually stroll past the fox. No. So I did what anyone else would do. And you just stamp your foot, didn't you? And go, like, <laughs> and you expect it to, you know, go, and yeah. just go. This fox crawled down this wall and just slowly walked towards me. And I'm like, oh. and where I had a drink, I'm like, this ain't happening. So I've got again. No, it's not at it. And it's just come closer. And then it looked like it was about to jump. And I've gone, oh, like that. Dropped my wallet. It grabbed my wallet in his mouth and went. <laughs> Took me wallet. <laughs> so I'm standing there, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, like looking around for assistance. And, and also trying to think, did I just make that up? But I know I didn't. It actually happened. And I'm looking around for like support, you know, like an elderly woman or... You know, your bus driver. But it's three in the morning, there was no one there. So I'm like, what do I do? So I, I think going to be mates, and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it's just been mugged by a fox guy. So, <laughs> so next day, I ring up the um, bank people, and I'm like, I need to cancel my cards um, because they've been stolen. And they're like, well, because you've said stolen, we can put a block on the cards, but we need to get a crime reference number. And I'm like, right, so how do I do that? And they're like, well, you need to call the police. And um, they'll give you a crime reference number. So I then call the police. I'm like, hi, I need to get a crime reference number for my bank cards. They've been stopped. Um, I, I said that I was mugged. And they were like, can, can you describe the assailant? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, ginger, <laughs> hairy. And I actually, the, the woman that I was speaking to, don't get me wrong, they were lovely, but I remember her saying, can you just hold the line, please? And then I know full well I was on speakerphone. A hundred percent. I know I was on speakerphone. I know I was on speakerphone. So yeah, I got, I got mugged by a fox, um, but that'll teach me for buying fake Louis. It will, it will. <laughs> they are though, thank you, Angela. Thanks, Angela. Angela, what is this? Have you never seen one of these before, No, I've never seen it. What is it? So we've got a burger, lovely beef burger. Pronounced what? Burger? Burger, burger. And I've got some pickles, salad, tomatoes, tomatoes, and a lovely little, like, a mayonnaise, spicy mayonnaise, chips and slaw. Oh, my God, thanks, When I was on MasterChef before I came to your restaurant, Angela, I actually made a Happy Meal. Oh, did you? Yeah, on MasterChef. Well, you obviously did well because you got through to semis. And I had to call... I tried to find the secret recipe for that type of sauce. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make it, it's not the same. I, I've got it. How? I made it. I managed to badger this woman in California so much Seriously? at head office, she ended up giving it to me. Can I have that? Onion powder, garlic powder, paprika, 
I'll tell you the rest later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, none of that. I haven't got any of that in there. Oh, yeah. That's and, it. And was it good? It was literally a Big Mac. I called it yeah. Big Rye for copyright reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. Oh, this is so nice. What's in that sauce? Mayonnaise, tomato, mm. ketchup. Loads of gherkins and pickles. I think pickles are the thing that make it. Mm -mm. A little bit of Tabasco in there. I'm sorry, but this is the sort of food you want. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's so nice when you go to like one of your places or yeah. like a really lovely restaurant and you have like that type of meal. Yeah. But sometimes you just want a burger. I know I've said it a few times, but I'm just going to say it again. McDonald's. Yeah. I honestly think it's one of my favourite restaurants. I had a McDonald's truck at my mum's 70th. I love it. Did it's because it's consistent. They, they don't, but they do now. They oh, do. yeah. Wow. Hey, should we talk about Eurovision? Oh. Did you know that Sam was going to do as well as he did? So I kept saying it all week mm -hmm. while we were out there. Everyone was like, we know he's brilliant and mm -hmm. like, not taking anything away from Sam, but we're not going to score high. We're UK, you know what it's like. And I'm going, guys, like, seriously, I think you need to be ready because we might end up having to host this. I mean, Sam's just such an incredible talent. So then when we found out that we're going to be hosting on behalf of Ukraine, it was like, oh my God, it's happening. You know, like that meme when it's like, it's happening guys, it's happening. Yeah. It's like Scott's on the phone, like yeah. who do we need to row with? Like, and I'm like, I don't know. Like we're all, we're, everyone's like having a breakdown. Then I've got Big Brother going, Big Brother's coming back. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. It's like a gay dream. <laughs> Big Brother and Eurovision in one year. Get the snake. Um, <laughs> So, I, so whilst I'm having the, the slight panic attack, laying on the floor, can't breathe, holding my chest, this is all going on. But I mean, we're just so excited because look, one thing we know how to do in this country, we know how to put on a good show. Mm. Have they decided where it is yet? Where they're hosting it? Not, not yet. There's a short list. Yeah. There's a short list. I, I, where, yeah. do you, have you got any? Where would you like it? I've worked up in Glasgow. I did yeah. Ready Steady Cook up there. Yeah. And opposite BBC Glasgow, you've got the Hydro, which is the right, arena. Yeah. So that I think that would be the main arena. Yeah. On the water. On the water. Yeah. Then next to it, you've got the Armadillo, which is the yeah, old arena. Yeah, yeah. That could be the delegation bubble. Yeah. Then you've got all the riverfront, which is where you could put the Eurovision village. So mm -hmm. I've always sat there and thought, well, like you've Glasgow. You've really thought it though, haven't you? <laughs> no, you've planned I've, it. I've always thought Glasgow just seems ready to go. Yeah. It's yeah. 10 minutes to the airport and it's 10 minutes to anywhere yeah. in Glasgow. Yeah, that's so true. that. And from being part of like the UK delegation, there is nothing worse than when you land in a country and you've got an hour's coach journey to the arena. Yeah, and you don't want everyone arriving. You boom. need it all like Makes that. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the whole shortlist is great. Like wherever yeah. it is, yeah. it's going to be amazing. I'm still campaigning for Brentwood. Um, <laughs> I've said I'll put a marquee up in the garden. They're not having it. So I've got water. There's a pond. Like it'll look beautiful. My boyfriend loves Eurovision. Love it. Like mad for it. Bring him. And we have to go. It's the law. Yeah, you've got a bit of burger sauce on your face. Thank you. Oh bless you. Oh there you go. I thought it was highlighter. Well, go on, Angela. No, I'm just a bit of burger sauce. Right out with you two. But he got me into this year. He watched it. I can't remember where I was, but he watched it alone, which was really sad. And then that's not sad. I've done no, that. No, but it made me feel sad. Like watching your original alone. It with yeah. Him. But the Spanish entry this year, the oh, lady Chanel. Chanel. My boy. Oh, we love that. Really? Yeah, good. we love that. I mean, she. I've got a funny story about Chanel. <laughs> so at the final, you have your accreditation at Eurovision. Mm -hmm. And it is so security conscious. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking really security conscious. Yeah. So there's certain areas you're allowed in if you're a commentator. There's certain areas you're allowed in if you're the host, the contestant, X, Y, Z. On the final, me and Scott, it was the first time me and Scott had both stayed together for the final. Yeah. And um, so we're out there and we had seats, but we were like, nah, 
we've got our accreditation. So we'll just be in the bubble with everyone and all the acts and that. Fine. So in the bubble for the first time this year, there was a bar and we were like, I was like, oh, yeah. I'd say I probably saw three songs <laughs> of this year's Eurovision at the final. Oh so at the final, I then said to Scott, come, let's go into the arena and we'll go up to where our commentary boxes mm. were. There was like a viewing deck, mm. but yeah. not for public, just for like the, the yeah. commentators. I thought that'd be really nice to yeah. sit there and do it because nice, it's a lovely yeah. view. Blah, blah. So we're standing up there with a drink and it was all lovely. And then the next thing I know, I was like, shall we go down there? Because we could see a load of like British fans with all the flags. And, yeah. and we were like, yeah, come on, let's do that. So flash the accreditation. Now, one place we're not allowed to go is obviously the green room, you know, where all the sofas are, where yeah. it's oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. 10 points. All right. Well, <laughs> 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 I'm sitting there with Scott. We're sort of hanging over this barricade and there's our delegation sat there yeah. like with Sam and everyone. And we're like, the results are coming in. I'm on the floor crying. Like, we're really going to have 12 points. Scott's like, I can't believe it. He's just filming me. I'm filming it. And I just thought, am I making this up? Like, this, surely this isn't happening. And I just grabbed Scott and went, this is a moment, Scott. We should be there. And he went, we should. It was like Thelma and Louise. We took each other's hand. <laughs> I ended up in a service tunnel <laughs> underneath this arena in Turin, ended up working our way to the edge of the green room where this massive security guard was standing, checking everyone's accreditation. Mm. And it went, Kalush Orchestra are announced the winners. Yeah. They're there. <laughs> they have walked past to go up to the stage to get the trophy. And I've just gone, and the security guard is like, you do, you do not have correct accreditation. I went, do not start with me tonight. <laughs> and he just looked at me and went, oh, okay. And then, you know, next thing you know, we're on the sofas with everyone. And then Chanel has just come and jumped me, wrapped her legs around me, because she came like third or fourth. Yeah. And we're all just like crying and singing. <laughs> it was, I just don't know what happened. And then it was only the following morning that my mum texted me and said, Oh, I saw you at the final. I didn't think you were working on the final. I said, well, I weren't. <laughs> and I said, why? What did you see? She went, I just saw you wrap around Sam Ryder and Graham Norton went, oh, look, there's Ryland muscling in. <laughs> <laughs> so Big Brother, when's that coming back? You're hosting? I have no idea. I genuinely don't. I'll tell you. I know it's back next year. ITV Definitely. Doing it, yeah. ITV 2. Yeah. But yeah, when I found out the news that Big Brother was coming back, I was actually in Barcelona. Yeah. On my own. Don't ask. And oh, I saw that. That's the first time you've First time I've ever done it. Yeah, I had, my manager just said, you've got three days off. And I went, <laughs> and I just booked a flight and went to Barcelona by myself. I've never done that in my life, but I'm glad I did. Yeah. Did you like it on your own? I absolutely loved mm -hmm. it. Would like, you do it again? I, tomorrow. <gasps> yeah. Literally, I would go again tomorrow on my own. I loved it. Wow. I, I didn't that. speak to anyone. <laughs> like, you know, like over here, if someone like yeah. looks at you, you have to smile. Like I bogged out an old lady. <laughs> like it was... Yeah. It was just so nice. I got on a train. I know this sounds really mundane, but like for me, that was really exciting. Yeah, I loved it. Um, no, but for someone who works as hard as you yeah. do, to actually it have It was just so nice. Days. I took my top off on a beach around yeah. my... Come on. So I got the call when I was out there and I was like, right. And I was like, well, so what, hold on, what when now? when you say you got the call, they said, we want to talk to you about Big Brother. No, or... I got the call to say, we're letting you know that we're announcing. Oh, I knew okay. it was happening, yeah. but it was like the formal, we're just letting you know it's going to be tonight. Wow. Yeah, okay. So... But yeah, I mean, I've wanted that show to come back since the day it finished. I've, yeah. I've not let go of it yet. Yeah. But it's a new era of Big Brother. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I know Emma said that she's not coming back. Yeah. I don't know if it will be any of us that used to be there. So 
I've made no secret and I'm mm -hmm. still not going to make a secret. Of course, I'd love to go back. It was such a big part of my life. I love it. I'm so happy it's that just it's so, back. It's just the original. Yeah, and was so, so good. And I, I really hope that they find like the right people for it. Because remember when it was so good was because You want like Mary from Manchester. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Like, and why I love the fact it's on ITV2 now is sort of a lot of people kept saying, you know, it's not Love Island. We don't want this. Mm -hmm. Well, ITV's got Love Island. Yeah. So they're not going to put someone in the house that could go into the yeah. villa. Yeah, yeah. So... And whoever ends up doing it, if it's not me, I mean, I hate you, but... Um, You're going to tell him it's you, Nick? It's you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is, is this the moment? Andrew and I, is it you, um, sir? Is Andrew and I are doing it, yeah. Well, don't you take your burger. <laughs> All I hope is that they keep the theme tune. <laughs> They've got to keep the theme tune, right? Yeah. I actually listen to slaps. that. It slaps. I actually yeah. listen to that song. Off. <laughs> I played it at a DJ set the other night. <laughs> I am that. I've got a diary room in my house. You do know that, don't you? I do know that, but do you know? That? I'm not well. I think I'm, I'm married a housemate. I'm divorcing one. <laughs> like, big brother's part of my life. Also, we got to talk about your book as well. You ain't got. You don't feel. Yeah, we do. We want to. We I'm really just here do. full of food. So, you you wrote one what eight years ago? Bestseller, number one. You've done all right, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I did all right. Still all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that you're wearing glasses to let us know that you are an I'm author. Wearing the sec of the second book. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing glasses because mm -hmm. I'm now a two-time author, mm -hmm. but also because I've woke up with a bite on my face mm -hmm. and these ain't got no lenses in. <laughs> so it's just a detract. It's just a detract from the bite. <laughs> from the bite that's <laughs> on my face. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but not with them. But that says author. That yeah, really yeah. says author. She's an author, ladies and She's gentlemen. Author, Not a blind date at all. She's an author. And <laughs> it's called known. 10. So it's all about the last 10 years since what, since what you found fame. and It's 10 yeah. years now that I went on X Factor. Is oh it? God. 10 years? 10 years. Yeah. An actual decade. Do you remember the exact date when you did the iconic on the couch? Do you know what happened there, though? <laughs> what? <laughs> Because everyone, obviously, you see like a very small clip. Mm. Well, it wasn't a small clip. You weren't judging when he was on. No, no I just remember watching this. The days before, we'd all done our performances. So we were like, right, we can relax now. We find out tomorrow if we're going through. None of us have got to sing anymore. Let's just do it. Caroline, God rest her soul, one of the loveliest women ever, was like, come, let's have a drink. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning, the producers had woken up, found out we were still up and oh. said, you need to sleep because the result is in two hours. Yeah. So we're like, all right, collapse, gone. Next thing, you've got 15 minutes to get out of bed, get ready and go to this result. <laughs> it was 50 degrees. My makeup was sliding off of my face, <laughs> just down me. By this point, I'm ready to either kill or be killed. Yeah. And I'm like, just get me on a plane, get, get me, me home. Yeah. I don't care now if I'm going mm. on X Factor or not, just go home. So I turn up outside the door, waiting to go in. You see Dermot and stuff like that. And then I bumped into Caroline. She was obviously worse for wear as well. And I just went, babe, just do me a favour. If I'm not going through, just tell me now. Just like, mm -hmm. And she went, just shook her head as if to say, you're not going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, thanks, babe. And I was like, right, let's just get this out of the way. Then I can get changed, take yeah, all this yeah, off, yeah, yeah. and just yeah. hopefully not die on a plane. <laughs> so I go in. And it's a bit like this. You have a crew there yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm sitting down and, yeah, right. You know, trying to be all humble. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, a lovely yeah. experience, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Love you. Thanks for the holiday. Oh. And then she obviously said, like, you're going through. <laughs> I genuinely didn't know she'd said it. Yeah. 
Because obviously I'd seen Kaza. Yeah. I knew I wasn't. And I was like, what? And the, the hangover just took... <laughs> it was like I was possessed by the bottle of Absolute I'd just been drinking. And it just... It was like I was out of my own body. And apparently I don't really remember any of this. But apparently it went on for like 25 minutes. There was a medic. I don't, I don't remember... I then came out and hit Dermot because I was like, you looked at me funny as if the same gnome. And, and it was just, I was crying in Scherzinger's physical vaginal area. For, <laughs> it's so weird because my only memory of it is what everyone else sees. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was 10 years ago. Oh my God, wow. <laughs> wow. Let me on that. What a moment. What a moment. Come on. <laughs> Oh my God. I can't wait to read this book because the 10 years after that. I was 23 on X Factor, so I was yeah. young. Yeah. So it's about growing up mm -hmm. in this industry, I suppose. And yeah, it was really difficult. I found it really, really difficult, especially obviously the chapter on last year with obviously my breakup. How, what was Awful. the hardest bit for you when you had to sit and actually write it? That bit. That was the toughest that bit. That bit. Because I had, a, I had to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And the choice I had to make was, do I be too honest mm -hmm. or do I be honest but respectful does anyone deserve respect like mm -hmm. all of these things and I wrote the first chapter that chapter is called 2021 and I wrote that first chapter in six different variations one that's very calm mm -hmm. and then on the other end one that's everything yeah. where I've just gone yeah, blah, 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 yeah and I've let everything out and I think I've found more the calm end Thank you, lawyers. Um, <laughs> there's a lot in that first chapter yeah. that I know what's going to happen when the book comes out. It will be this headline and that mm. headline, which I'm not looking forward to, but I understand that's what books do. But at the same time, I think when people read it, they'll be like, there's clearly a lot he's held back on here. And I hope that people respect me. What I love is at the end of each chapter, you've got all the things you've learned. The lessons I've learned, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just thought some, I mean, I literally said, that's great, I might mm. use that work. You know, but some oh, of them are no, genuinely yeah. very, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think they're quite thought provoking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, and, and it is, it's like, because- I think you'll surprise been, people with that. One thing that I, I had the idea of with the book, and it was, I was like, oh God, I want to put some more in this, but I don't know what. Well, I did the lessons we've learned together. Yeah. So I took like six or seven people, like my mum's one, Claire from Steps, yeah. Bernice, my makeup artist, my manager, my sister-in-law, um, just asked them to write a lesson we'd learned together. Yeah, of mm. course. And I never read the letters because yeah. I didn't want to. It's the only thing that I didn't read in the book. So they've all written them themselves. And then I got the final draft through and I remember reading Claire's and I just started crying because when I was very, very ill, and I don't think people realise how ill I was last year, but when I was very ill, my mum had got Claire to come and see me. I didn't want to see anyone. And she wrote in her letter, and it actually makes me get, like, get emotional now just thinking about it because I did not know this, but she said when I left the house, I had to pull over in a lay-by and I just broke down crying because I didn't think I was going to see him again. Yeah. Because that's how bad I was last yeah. year. Like I was so ill. And it's like you don't realise 
what's going on in other people's. Yeah, well, I can't wait it's, to read the rest yeah, of it. I've read the first chapter and it's so, so brilliant. It's an addictive read. It really, yeah. really is an addictive read. Um, mine you. says uh, in red letters across all the way, embargoed, embargoed, embargoed. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's actually quite annoying. So I can't wait to actually buy a, buy a real life copy. It's true, actually. So, true. yeah. Well, it's only this yeah. morning that I woke up and um, I started getting like messages from people like journalists and people like that going I've just finished your book yeah it feels so weird to know that there's people out there that have yeah. read it yeah so people know who did you give it to anyone to read first like your mum or any of your friends no one. no no one no one wow. no. no one I didn't want anyone to know yeah I did that with my last book as well yeah I didn't want anyone to know yeah because you don't want like feedback that makes you think about no like, because you know, because yeah. everything's my memory yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's a bit like did you ever see the affair the yeah, TV yeah, show, yeah, The Affair. Yeah. So it's a bit like my memory might slightly differ from yours. Mm -hmm. I might think you were in a red dress, but actually you were in a green dress. Yeah. But it's my memory. Yeah. It's not your memory. Mm -hmm. So I don't need you to tell me, no, I was wearing a red dress mm -hmm. that night. So that's what I wanted to put across. This is what I remember. Yeah. And this is what I know that happened. You might have been wearing a red dress and yes, you pulled up a picture and you were wearing a red dress, but I'm still going to say you were in a green dress because yeah. I remember you wearing a green yeah. dress. I just want to say I was wearing a red dress. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say, I want that back. Yeah. <laughs> Rylan, we thought we could get you to read some of our reviews because we're a new podcast. Are we still? Yeah, new -ish. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, whatever. We're well, halfway through. Got yeah. I'll take the money and shush. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the first one, the headline is so good to have them together, which is oh, nice. Yeah. And it says, I've missed Nick so much since he left Radio 1. I've always been a big fan. Now with Angela to bounce off, he's even better. Oh! All I needed was Ange. She's his new Annie Mac. <laughs> the food Angela cooks sounds delicious. <laughs> mm. That's from Mrs Grimshaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one, headline is Love It. Mm. And the body of text mm. is as follows. Although it's an advertisement for a shop. <laughs> gay flag, laughing emoji, gay flag. <laughs> green heart rocket, flower emoji, thumb down emoji, green tick emoji, blushing emoji, rocket. Bag of dollar emoji, sun emoji. <laughs> Rock on fingers emoji. <laughs> Person with green hair emoji and someone sat on a laptop emoji. <laughs> that is the perfect review. And that's from Angela Hart. <laughs> um, next one, headline. Brilliant and unexpected duo. What a treat. Oh. Body of text as follows. I'm a huge fan of Angela Hartnett. And hadn't heard of Nick Grimshaw. <laughs> I know. What planet have I been living on? But this is inspired. It's hilarious and it's a joy to listen to. Feels as if I'm at the end of the table watching it happen. And the last one is definitely my favourite one we've got. The headline is Loved It. And the body of text is I wish Angela and Nick kiss. Wow. Wow. Cheers. What a bunch of reviews. Cheers. Rylan, everybody. Yay! Thank you, Rylan. Kiss, 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 kiss. Aww. 
All the recipes and drinks can be found on the Waitrose website at waitrose.com slash dish recipes. Follow Dish from Waitrose wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your family, and why not leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? We can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela to dish at waitrose.co.uk. Waitrose, food to feel good about.